this our show and we talk about everything love and all that good stuff i am king dev though and this is shannon with the shenanigans and it's your girl very very hungover mm. Mm. and this is royal flex the brand's introspective insight talk show so that's your new name hungover just for this show okay. i'm here though <laughs> you here I'm you here. is here that's all that matters okay we lit all right so the quote of the show is the past can hurt mm. but the way i see it you can run fr- run from it or learn from it from my boy Rafiki from Lion King. You already know. And then the mm-hmm. word of the show is lucid, easily understood, completely intelligible, or comprehensible. Or, or the second definition is characterized by clear perception or understanding, rational or sane. Yeah, that goes with uh, the topic to this today. Interesting. You know, easing and versus evolving, basically, is the topic. I think I had my first lucid dream. Lucid dream. Well, the you first sure? one that I remember. There's a difference. The first one you remember? I think if you if you remember your dream, then it's, it was a lucid dream. Oh, so okay. if you can, I thought the lucid. Okay. I thought lucid. Okay, but remember the dream I was telling you about? I thought that made it lucid because I was like talking to me. If you're conscious in your dream, then you're lucid. So, like, okay. if you're consciously, you know that you're dreaming, then that means. That you having a lucid dream, but I don't always know I'm dreaming. I can remember a dream. That's and oh, that's true. It's okay, not there you know go. that I'm that, dreaming. That's at what the I'm time. saying. If you know that you're dreaming at the time, it's a lucid dream. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know this is off topic, like a motherfucker. So I ain't gonna expound on it. All right, so the off topic, I want to talk about Grease Commons because that's where I currently live. And I'm about to move <laughs> out. And Grease what? Commons, they got another thing coming because they took took us to court because they couldn't handle their business and they just want to know. They want to have all this. They want to squeeze us out of our money. Mm. So since we moved in. September 30th, mm-hmm. we had, um, I killed six, seven roaches in the in the <gasps> kitchen. Damn. So no. by October 2nd, yeah, I, ki- I killed another one. Now we're taking pictures all the way back to October 2nd. We put in a work order for um, uh, exterminations and whatnot, and they've been exterminating, quote unquote, since then, but they haven't moved us out of the apartment. Now, at the end of the month, it took them a while to like two weeks to come in for extermination mm-hmm. because they said that exterminator came and then whoever was in the apartment rejected ex- extermination that same week that we called for extermination. Who the fuck did that? That's what I'm saying. It, oh. that, they just, they okay. dumb. Okay. So it took them two weeks to come out for extermination. Then after that, the, after they came out, we still seeing them. So I went and I sat down with the property manager and I was like, yo, you, y'all not getting no money until we move out this apartment or y'all giving us our money back and we going somewhere else. And she basically was like, oh, yeah, um, we're going to move y'all out. Y'all don't have to move out, blah, blah, blah. We still ain't moved out of the apartment since. Oh, yeah? We went to court on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And they they trying to sit there and say that we are the reason that it's Messy roaches, roaches. In, 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 the, in our apartment and whatnot. So they just know that they got another thing coming. I know a publicist. I got pictures. <laughs> I got emails. So they got another thing coming. Oh, my God. Good for you. Grease comments. Yeah, don't is- live there if you value your sanitary living. Say it one more time. Don't, don't live, live there man. if you value your okay. sanitary living, because all they care about is them dollars. And if you don't give them them dollars, they so gonna I'm go to court. They didn't take you to court. Exterminate the apartment where oh, roaches are coming from. 
Mm, okay, so they in the have, they couldn't have. So I'm gonna say in the pretrial because it's the way the eviction court is set up is it's just like a a criminal court trial. It's just no jury. Mm -hmm. So in the in the initial trial date or court date, you basically can come up with an agreement with their legal representative, which is we can agree with to a number that you pay, mm -hmm. that you agree to pay to here, and then the judge will give you a date to which you have to pay it by, and if you don't pay it by it, they're going to send the marshal to forcefully get, move yeah, you out, to, out your apartment plus all your stuff, yeah. and then you gonna you got to pay that money or they can take further legal action against you. Mm. Or you can basically, it's almost like a parking ticket or anything, you can say, oh, well, I wasn't guilty of that, and then they give you a court date and then you go to court. But, yeah, they what, what did you ask me? Because I forgot what you asked me. I forgot too. You know I'm hungover. Uh, like... <laughs> 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 oh shoot so how long after you you first moved in did you first notice the first roach the first night the first night the first night then that being bro said. i was i was cleaning throughout the whole thing i was yeah. cleaning throughout that whole weekend like yeah. michaela get up and he'd be like yo what you cleaning now i'm like yo i i keep on seeing them so i'm cleaning with bleach like yeah. it, the whole apartment smelling like bleach so um yeah they just trying to they they exterminated mad times they only exterminated four times but it was like five on record and then they we had rejected the extermination on the fifth of this month. I mean last month, um, or the eighth of last month. And then they tried to use that against us, but we like, nah, we we had we're going in there to transfer out of the apartment. So what y'all do with the apartment from here on out right. don't got I, nothing to do with us. Yeah, that's but they tried to use it against us. But you know me, I just I like to argue and I was my own representative. <laughs> I like to argue. So I went and I let her know. She was looking dumb, she was lying on the oath. Deborah Hyde, that's her name. They don't even they don't know that I got access to mass right. stuff. Yeah. And it's majority right. black people that live there. That's another reason why I'm like they about to really they gotta fix these feel conditions. the wrath. Because they, they really sit there, they try to bully you. Like they yeah. show you all these numbers and they show, for example, when I went to the initial court date, when I went, basically it was like four of us. So mm -hmm. me plus four other people. Mm -hmm. Now as far as I know, all the other people settled for a number. They settled for like four thousand dollars. Like close to five thousand dollars right okay to pay before the 26 a lot of them was like the 26 of the month uh -huh. and then they st they stay there so they paying four thousand dollars by the end of the month plus they stay in there plus they got to pay for the next month God on top damn. of that right so um they settled for that four thousand oh, no. dollars mm -hmm. they just asked so i went through all this stuff they asked me for the same amount so what they selling for four thousand dollars yeah they trying to they trying to squeeze like practically five thousand dollars out of but for we what? went through. But we went through court because they couldn't call the fucking orchid man. Because we didn't pay them no rent. But that's what I'm saying. You didn't get rent because you didn't do what you needed to exactly. do. Exactly. You're mm -hmm. not going to. They violated. Exactly. They violated the lease. So they put the. So we got a. They got a chargeback on us. So the first month they want. We got that free. But they want that first month. They want November, December, January plus late fees, plus legal fees. So that amounted to like five thousand dollars. Well, four thousand eight hundred and something dollars. Five thousand so dollars, basically five thousand dollars. But um, again, what I'm saying is the people that settled that first court date paid yeah. pr practically the same amount. So what am I, what what you selling for? Right. Oh, over there. They bu they, they bullying these people. They showing them these numbers like, all right, so we can settle for this, or if you go to court, you might have to pay. And more. people don't want but that they lying. on their record too. So the thing is, anything. the judge told them that they, we don't have to move out, so there won't be an eviction on our record, but we still leaving. Oh, so where y'all going now? Crescent Gardens, most likely. Okay. Where's that? That's off of Lagrange, but mm -hmm. okay, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I've been dealing with. And you know, I mean, they just got I another thing like coming because I know. That's why I don't live in one. I know. I can't, I can't do that shit. 
They got nothing coming because the majority of black people live in their DSS, all that stuff. So they just mm. trying to bully you mm-hmm. and they try to show you all this money and, and they they got another thing coming because the um the person that put in like the warrants in the system and yeah. like the new court dates and whatnot, yeah. he came up to us. Like he tracked us down and he was like, uh, I just want to let y'all know for what it's worth. Um, you guys carry yourself very professionally and um out of all the court dates that I've done with Reese Comments, basically, mm-hmm. y'all came the most prepared and all that stuff because we came with pictures and the emails and all that stuff, and they couldn't they couldn't handle us basically. Mm. So he gonna take up y'all case. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, if he's saying that and they already buddy buddy with like the the judge and whatnot, so mm. of course I'm like, yeah, he gonna he need to say something to the judge so we don't gotta pay nothing and we can get up out of here. But other than that, you know that's that off topic. The Grammys, uh. Bruno Mars swept the floor. I think SZA should have won a, a Grammy, at least one Grammy. I didn't. I, I I'm seeing see shit. Love her. Oh my god. Y'all know I love her, so y'all already know how I feel. Yeah, like Bruno. Bruno swept six. He was six for seven. He was six for seven at the Grammy. God damn. Nominated seven times, won six. This motherfucker. Yeah. His but his out. He's dope. I don't yeah, give a fuck. Bruno is dope. Bruno oh, is dope. I, I ain't gonna fuck. But how many SZA? songs you I think Jay should have got one definitely. Mm. Jay should. Mm. I mean, he went up against Kendrick though. Kendrick, his album Ken- this year was it was it was Jay. He should. Uh, Ken, he Listen. went up against Kendrick. I, but I he think, had he was I nominated think. how many times? And he didn't get one. <sighs> he was uh, he was nominated like yeah, six, six I know. seven times. Damn, I know. But he was supposed to get one. Um, SZA damn sure should have got one. He sh- yeah, she definitely should have got one. But you know what, Bruno dope. So. Who won best new artist? Let's let's not even. Some, let's not I don't even, even know some. There. Yeah, really? Some bullshit. Said it was it was somebody that you don't even. I don't even know a song from her, and she won best new artist. Really? SZA should have won best new artist. Yeah, but you know, like, and she should have won R and B of the year, album of the year. Fuck the Grammys. But Bruno won that. Can we can we talk about my unfortunate event with Uber? Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This shit funny. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) So I had the time of my life this weekend. That's why I'm kind of shitty right now good for you we should we should pat but i went back. to fucking toronto expecting to have the time of my life which i think i did <laughs> i don't know it's still processing guys you know I'm, so, get, I'm i'm just i'm getting you know how you start getting clips of memories like oh yeah. i remember oh, that yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. but long story fucking short i threw up in the uber okay i did it it happened it does but can <laughs> you tell me uber <laughs> They're charging me $120. $120? Are you kidding me? Like, nah, they're not kidding. <laughs> like, that, are you That serious? bill there. Yeah, they they waiting yeah, for that. Do they know that I'm like an independent that don't matter. young woman? <laughs> yeah. You could be an independent young mother. I can't afford <laughs> that. that. 120 no, is mine. <laughs> oh my God. The yeah, kids so. going to be eating donuts. I woke up to those notifications like, uh, yeah, you threw up in that Uber, you're going to pay us. But besides that, I had a good ass time. I think <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, about to that's say. good. Though. Um, Wait, say, say the part you remember and then stop to remember. Which one? Well, oh, there's multiple. One of my friends. Remember. Okay, so, okay, so this <laughs> Uber dude, so this, we took so many Ubers. So this one Uber guy, he must have been through this this before. So his yeah. whole, all his floors is lined with newspaper. He's smart as fuck. Yeah. So I feel like if I would have threw up in his Uber, he, he would have charged me. Nah, he still would have charged you. You think so? Yeah. Same $120. That's just easier for him to, him clean, to it clean it up. Exactly. Fuck Uber. Anyways. Hey. Take so he had, the too. he had the damn shit on the floor. Yeah. And I'm rolling down the window to throw up again. 
I got my head out the window. The fucking car is about to take off. And I look over and my fucking friend has now fallen out of fallen out of the Uber. <laughs> and her leg is like up in the fucking air. And I looked at her and it didn't even phase me. And I just turned back around and continued to throw she's up. Like, like, listen, shit is getting crazy out here. Like, this is Ooh. this shit is going down. Oh, no. Then I threw up in some fucking hotel that wasn't the hotel we stayed in. And uh, Syria told me that the police pulled up. And they pulled up because some people was arguing or something. And she said that I got into an argument with the man and was like, you called the police on me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. And she said he was getting mad because he was like, I would not do that. I would not call the police. And I was like, yeah. Yo. <laughs> I don't remember that in exchange at all. <laughs> but funny. it happened. I, I thought he could. You know, y'all know I don't fuck with the police. Yeah, that's fine. So Thank I don't God. know about Canada police. I don't know if they kill people and shit, but... Nah, they know. Where I'm from, they kill people, so I don't fuck with them. <laughs> well, at, at, at least there's a lot of patient men out there. Cause yeah, he was. He, they said he was nice. I don't know. I ain't pay, I ain't I the the, the I Uber know. driver? No, I'm talking about the no, Uber driver. Because oh. you was throwing up in my car. I'd come, the fuck? Don't you get this bitch out of my shit? <laughs> no, Somebody girl. come get this bitch. Yo, That's why I'm on the side of the road. <laughs> somebody come get this bitch. That's why I'm upset, but I'm not doing? that upset. Because I'd be mad as a bitch if somebody threw up in my car. Like, That's, I got to respect okay, it. Like, nope. he going to get his bunny. And I'm going to try to learn from this experience. But I mean, shit. It I was in Toronto. Again. Like, yeah. the fuck? Imagine my Miami. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Miami. Yeah. Different story. Yeah. I. It's gonna be the same type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> this time, but like, in the lift. Yeah, it's exactly in the lift. <laughs> that's that's a lift. fact. In the lift. I don't even fuck with Uber anyway. That's why you threw up on they shit, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miami. Miami might be worse. Okay. Yeah. Miami might be worse. You threw up on a Trump supporter. Nigga. I threw up everywhere, <laughs> like everywhere in Toronto. I'm surprised I even had that much inside of me to. Now your body will reject anything when it got too much alcohol in it. Yeah, it's trying to get the it's alcohol just out. To get that, whatever. Oh my goodness! If Almost you, like the stomach virus. Exactly. If you just swallow spit, get ready to spit it back up. Mm -hmm. That shit, your body. I had a good ass time though. That's all that matters. And That's the memories are awesome. And I can't <laughs> wait to tell my kids like your mom used to be that drunk girl. Oh, yeah. Throwing up on the side of the road, arguing with everybody, arguing, <laughs> arguing with the people. Like drunk arguments is the funniest. Ma, ma please, we saw you at the family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not getting black when I'm 35. Hey, we kids. don't know. We don't know. Honestly, the way I see um, a lot of older folks act when they get older, they just get better, like more excited to have a party with their family. So. You 40 years old, you see other cousins, you know, grew up 20 years. Y'all start talking about the past, you get depressed. I shouldn't be Give me a drink. Up. I girl. shouldn't be throwing up on the side of the road. Nigga, you gotta do what you gotta do. As a mom. Oh. Hey, it's all about evolving. Hey. See? Segway into the <laughs> segway. Because we getting oh, up yeah, there. Yeah, that's a fact. All right. Easing versus evolving. So ease, meaning the easy way, the common way, the comfortable way, and then evolving is the uncomfortable outcomes of getting out of the comfort zone mm -hmm. um so easing and evolving uh versus evolving is basically a concept in which a lot of people like to uh stay where they're comfortable mm -hmm. as opposed to getting uncomfortable with being i mean be, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable mm -hmm. so when you're uncomfortable that's when you grow that's when you mm -hmm. become your best self and that's when you live your best life for the most part um and then that allows 
you to challenge yourself in ways that will help you grow as a person in general. So, but a lot of people like to just take the easy way out mm -hmm. and choose ease over evolving or evolution. Um, so that's kind of an okay. intro. What y'all think about that? Well, I put for evolution. I feel like um, that's a lifetime thing. It's all, mm -hmm. you should always be doing it, mm -hmm. even when you feel like you're at your best. Mm -hmm. So, if you somebody that truly is trying to elevate yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just a feeling you're always going to have. It's always going to be like, now what? Mm. Okay, I don't accomplish this. Mm. Now what, what is my next thing? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. When I when you, when you we talked about this earlier, well, a couple of days ago, in Ease, I thought about that person that's like at your job that's like twice your age. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I got the same. From my experience, we have the same position, but it's almost like this is, they this is the life that they accepted. So kind she, of. they know the ins and outs, and they try to be the boss when the boss. No, no, there. not even necessarily trying to be the boss. Just like well, I don't know, they, they're, they're comfortable. They're comfortable in that position. Yeah, so and I'm example, not even comfortable yeah. in the position, and I'm 24. You know what I'm saying? And I know that this is not somewhere I'm gonna retire from. Well, yeah. part shit. Part, part of that, um, why they're so comfortable is because they're making more money than their supervisors because of seniority mm -hmm. and all the raises. Yeah, because they've been the years. there so long. And then they don't want to take on that extra responsibility when they can make all this money, work a mediocre job, but, and then go home. But at, at that same point, they're still not evolving. Yeah, yeah no, no right, that's the ease right. part. That's, that's the ease that part. It, no it's easy for me to do my job right now, but I'm, I'm paying more than them. I'm going to justify it being easy for me by saying, I want to stay here. I'm making more money than him, me, and I don't want to take that responsibility on. So it's easy to me. Ease and content are because I was trying to think this through as I was well reading a quote anyway. But uh, ease and content is the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's easy to be content, and content is is ease. Mm -hmm. So when a person is working twenty odd years and they didn't even come up with an idea to either get a second job to boost their their pockets to do something that they want to do or Go get an education as your like the the idea of even striving for the smallest things like because a lot of people have uh, normal people issues. I want to get a house. I want to get a car. Mm -hmm. I need a job to get a house, get a car. Potentially that comes with a girl. That girl gonna want to have kids. I got to start supporting the kids. Those are normal people problems. Right. People that actually want to evolve don't even think about those worldly things until it's, until they them shits come naturally like right. what do you think about all right i gotta get this amount mm -hmm. of money so i could mm -hmm. so i can live my dreams and help others those are evolving people people that can look themselves in the mirror and say i don't need this job i'm gonna quit it today and then because they believe in themselves that i could find something different i could find my goals i could find my passion that's evolving no matter if you got a thousand dollars a month and you're still evolving in yourself because you know money ain't the object that my times my times the uh the important thing. Right, right. Being able to move how you want to Being move. able to move. But I That's thought it. about, so I wrote, uh, I'm, I'm just going to ask the question see what y'all said. So I was um, thinking what what life circumstances can cause people to be in that ease state? Because I always think about that when I meet people that might be older and we do the same thing or we might be in the same place. I'm like, well, what, why are you here? Uncertainty. I think uncertainty would cause older people to stay in a specific place and deal with certain things they basically keep themselves in a situation where they don't really grow from it mm -hmm. and it's not really i mean it's easy to stay in that place because you're so comfortable in that place mm -hmm. but you're uncertain what comes after that place like what's behind the door if you choose to open it and walk away mm -hmm. so like you're in the, just picture it picture it as a room you're not you can't go backwards because this is your past like this situation is your past mm -hmm. only way is you can 
go through that door and and basically discover what the future brings to you. But since you're uncertain what's on the other side of that door, you don't want to open it. You only want to go past it. You want to just kind of you want to have it in the sight. Like I want to know what's through that door. I want to know what's on you the other side of that it door. And stand there for I want to open and see it if it's what you like. I want to crack it, but. In life, you can't crack the door of the future and just watch to see how it unfolds. You got to actually live it mm-hmm. and make yourself <clears throat> uncomfortable in order to know what the future brings to you. Mm-hmm. Or you can stay in your situation and take the easy way out, but deal with whatever it is that that situation brings you on a daily basis. A lot of the times about what you're also taught to, because um, if you're raised by a failure, you'll most likely end up being a failure. If you're raised by What's somebody... Call them okay, okay. If, if you're... If I mean, you're, you got to fail to... To grow, I no. get that, but it takes a child to grow. Yeah, right. If, uh, for instance, my dad only knows one way of of uh, making an earning: go to work, go to work. Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. Go Some people work. are yeah, content with going to a job and getting a get, paycheck, and that's, that's it. it. You that's know, it. like one form of income. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, I I I <clears> thought maybe they had children, you know, mm. and kids can kind of they shouldn't slow you down, but for some people, mm-hmm. it could. Or um, people get into debt when they're younger. Me, and then now they can't move how they want to move. To me, that sounds more like depression. Like once you have a kid and you know you can't support them the way you want to support them. Well, they can't support them because they got a job. I'm just saying. Well, they, no, they the not, way you want to. They though. not elevating because it's like now I have this kid. So I can't I, really just go off on a whim exactly. and try to follow my dreams. because I got to make sure my kid eat. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Like you, you not, you're not just going to wake up one day and move to New York City and you got a and baby. you got a baby. Uh, I think that's a, that's a slippery slope because if you think about kids and stuff, when you have a kid, you, you're going to be basically stuck in a situation for at least the first five years six years before Mm -hmm. the kid is is old enough to kind of move around with you so like when you got a newborn you can't just get up and move to the city because you got a newborn so that's it's it's all but i feel like it's easier to younger your kid is not they're not in school well when they're right but at the same time it's i mean if you get up and, and leave you can enroll them in school so it's a it's a it's easier to move them around because they're kind they're becoming self-sufficient in a way I mean, obviously, they're not completely self-sufficient, but when you have a baby, a newborn, you got to think about diseases. You got to think about if you take them on a plane, they can get sick on the plane. You got to because you, you basically got to coddle, coddle them a lot more. So, so it's more or less you haven't developed your own life, but you're taking on you're adding. Yeah, you adding a life. Yeah, and now like you, you don't have to know protect who you are. Life, and now you you're having a baby. Are. Like, that's a, one of the main reasons that why would, I want to wait, because I need to make sure I'm a whole me. Yeah, I feel like everybody should. Like, you know, people mm-hmm. think they I. Who I am right now, I won't will not be this person when I'm not even twenty six. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're constantly evolving. You're well, not, to, you have it, to. It's easy to be the same person. I see the same people that, especially in my family. Don't get me started. Like people just don't grow up. They stay in the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what. No, no, no. I'm, oh. I'm pointing to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pointing to you. That's what I was about to say. Um, to finish my point on the yeah. kids. Yeah. I think <clears throat> you're evolving. Even if you don't move, you got to put your dream on hold. Mm-hmm. Like moving wise, mm-hmm. you're still evolving because now you got to change yourself in order for your kid to survive and be the best person that they can be as they move on. Putting mm-hmm. stuff in, in motion mm-hmm. for your kids to um, basically strive for greatness and everything like that. The when, easy part comes when you don't change your ways. Like you still partying every night. As opposed to being at home with your kids or you still taking. I, I seen a picture of a, a 40, almost 50 year old woman taking a picture as if she's a teenager. Like that's the that's staying that ease. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, I would That's fun. 
To me, that's funny. Uh, but the the ease part is going out to drink, going out to smoke. To evolve is knowing that what your decisions today. But I feel like ease today, is also just I'm gonna work this job. I'm not really happy here. It's not really what I want to do. But I got a kid and I got to feed it. And now this and it's just easy it. for me to stay here. That's yeah. I feel that it's also ease. Even if you're doing it because you feel like it's gonna better your kid, you're not doing what makes you happy, or you're not doing what is most beneficial you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because mm-hmm. i mean i feel like you can't take care of nobody if you can't take care of yourself and taking care of somebody else is like it's still the mental part mm-hmm. so you're gonna feel some you're gonna feel some type of way your whole life if you didn't follow your dreams because you had a baby and i don't feel like you can't follow your dreams because you have a baby you definitely I, I just can. say come up with a five-year plan every year and evolve make sure that you're coming closer to your steps and shoot for the stars because like flamo said as long as you shoot for the stars you're still in the moon if you fail so especially with kids, well, speaking with people well, that have kids, but ease is the t- most, it's like a disease, the ease of the mind. You can't, you can't just tell somebody work harder. It's ambition. negative. Yes. Negativity yes, is, they hate my it. cousin uploaded a status and was like, um, he was like, I got this girl number and he's like, I hit her up and asked her um, what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she texted him back and was like, I got a, I got a bottle and some, some weed. I'm about to chill. And he was like, when did you bitches stop giving a fuck? Like, when did y'all stop caring? Not just bitches, but, you know, just people in general. Like, when did y'all stop caring? Like, this is what you're doing? On, that's what niggas you do. You getting a bottle and you getting some liquor and, and that's your day? Like, that's what you're doing with your day? It's so much more shit you could be doing with your day. I mean, if you drink, cool. If you smoke, cool, too. But that's it. It's easy to stay in that, that, um, that routine. Oh, trust me. It's easy yeah. to stay in that routine. It's almost, it goes back to what, um, when uh, Shannon was talking about um the liquor stores on each corner oh, yeah. uh, in the hood like yeah. it's easy to go into the liquor store and uh, buy mm-hmm. a 40 or whatever you're gonna buy drink and just drink day. it all day sitting all on the on day. the porch on the stoop or on wherever stoop. wherever you're gonna sit at mm-hmm. under the tree that's if you down south like it's easy for you to stay in that but it's hard for you to be like i i ain't drinking today you know what i'm yeah. gonna do i'm gonna get a job i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my stuff together yeah i'm gonna right. go to walmart and instead of stealing some fucking pork chops so i could go sell <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna go steal me some khakis so i could go to this fucking inter- so i could go to this i'm gonna go buy me some khakis so I they can't interview. afford it right now they gotta get off drugs first let them get a job why they gotta be on but, drugs? hold on i'm they, just saying they uh, drugs they, they, can, they can use the <laughs> same money they can use the same money that they bought the, the they ain't gonna with. do that that's putting too much pressure on them no 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 but that's I'm, evolving though because <laughs> it's making it it's, no, it's difficult no, no, no. for him to do that baby steps Devin. instead of going to steal the pork chops Go steal you some khakis. Well, how we get in there? They walk up in that motherfucker. Oh. They're going to okay. walk in yeah. there and steal the meat. And walk out. And that's what y'all think. I'm joking. I don't know. I know, I know. I've never stolen anything. No, it, it does. You got to talk to a crackhead. It does happen. Yo, ma- Mama Vaughn <laughs> will bring, to swear to God, Mama Vaughn will go into Rite Aid and come out with bags and shit and then come down the street like, you want some socks, baby? Look at these good ones. You need some Dove soap? You need... Oh, so that's... A- so that's a- a- so that's Ever the that's the guy that come into the barbershop and be like, yo, I got these. Yo, for I got the these loaf. for the love. <laughs> Nigga. He's oh, yeah. I was in Central was Park one time in uh-huh. the dude, the breakfast spot. And the dude came in with some socks. Like, I got a whole bag of socks. Like, and what whatever you need. you need. Yeah, whatever it was it was one that came so, into the barbershop on um on Friday. That's 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 but that's being nice. easy. That's easy. Like yeah. that's a hustler's mentality, which I fuck with them people for doing it, but not the way they, they I feel like it's so much that goes into people being content. Ooh. I don't think you should, people should ever be content. Yeah, yeah I think they should. Mean, you well, un- unless you talk about your feelings. Because I, I hate people that, that strive to be happy. And I hate people that love depression. Mm-hmm. Find a balance. Oh, them people that love Find depression get Because balance. it's all temporary. On it's the all block temporary. List. I don't oh. do that. 
I don't do negativity. Don't even call me with that shit. No, like, I, I, I'm so quick I, to be on some. Mm, all right, well, curve. I gotta go. Curve. Like I ain't even. I'm not because that shit becomes. I'm the type of person you. I absorb. Especially yeah, if I'm right. if yeah, I'm close to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody yeah. do. Bitch, yeah. I'm not about to be at home worrying about your shit. It's, like I get off the phone with you now, I'm all sad about your shit. I'm trying to figure your shit out. Oh no, I got my own shit. Well, it, it's vibrations because if I told you I loved you right now, that's a good feeling I went through you. But if I said I hate you, that that's a negative feeling. And it's gonna stay that, that that's that negative yeah. connotation stay in your head more exactly. than positive. Because positive, we don't think about them. Negative, it's like I, dang. I catch myself. I catch it. myself calling calling somebody back. Like remember we talked about this earlier. I feel like you should do this. Or I looked into this. Or I, why am I doing all Yo, that? Yo, is that the reason? Like why, why am I doing gossip? all of that? Is that the reason why women gossip? It's just a, a release type of thing. Because they tend well, to well, bring... Wait, wait, wait. Gossip or vent? Everybody no, gossip. needs to vent. Okay, no, so gossip. gossip. Okay. Because right. I've right. I've I've run into the women that they are hold on to things. Yeah. And this is the thing that I am want to write out too. Women tend to hold on to things way longer than guys do. Mm-hmm. Like guys, something will happen and then we'll talk about it and then that's, that's like that. we won't talk about it no more. Yeah, mm-hmm. But women, like I work in a school with all women so they'll come and they'll just be talking about things that they told me the story already but they're yeah. still talking about it <laughs> yes. two weeks later and yes. then they tell you it as yes. if they never told you the story. Yes. So I'm like, is that the, is that the reason why women gossip? Because they kind of hold on to it and then it's like, you continue to talk about it. I don't know. Are you saying for their own situations or somebody else's? In general, you just say yeah. if somebody else come to you with a certain type of energy and you sitting there and you thinking about it, you would end up calling and be like, remember when we talked about this? And then you start to talk about it. That don't, and I don't mean it don't have anything to do with you, but you holding on to it. Is well, yeah, but that's more, yeah, that's more so because now I'm worrying about you. Mm. Right, right. So now so, I'm like, damn, what I, what can I do? That's not gossip. That's concern. To help. This person's situation, or but then that shit comes to bite me in the ass. I don't got time. Well, it depends. So it I gotta de- worry yeah. just about me. It depends on the content <laughs> of the conversation yeah. because she can do the same thing but talking to somebody else. Then it turns into gossip. Well, if, it depends. Are you trying to help that person? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm, you okay. know what I'm saying? But I'm just yeah. saying, just holding on to something yeah, and then having is- to talk to somebody else about that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. With men, it's different because if you tell me something, well, we're more emotional and women are more connected. Right. Women have a women have a secret language, so it's like. You could talk. You could talk to a woman, and she can tell you a story. And as a woman, you know this shit is deeper than that, and you kind of really can get the gist of what's like. I don't know. We got like this. I don't even fucking know. I, like we got this innate shit. I, I, I can't well, even explain I, it to you because I it's think, just a woman thing. You got think you guys should bring them to the surface, not to cut you off. But oh no, bring, to bring to those surface. feelings to like you know you, you basically talking about subtext. When you when you're listening, well, because people it, don't always want you to know their business. Depending on your relationship, nobody gonna get you get all knee deep so, ingredients so to their shit. Is, is that what? Brings out the curiosity, like I really want to figure out what this bitch really talking about and what she said. Like, is that it? You just so curious. It dwells on you, but like I know she's lying, but how the fuck can I catch her in this goddamn lie? It's not always okay. Like, say boom, uh, say you have a girl's like last night. Yeah, we had a lingerie party. Yeah, everybody there, I'm not, I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, close with. I get you. So if we was all to sit and have a conversation and say we was talking about men and somebody else, like say it's one of the girls I don't really know that much. Yeah, and she puts in her input. Just from certain things she's saying in that story, she's mm-hmm. not going to say my man been cheating on me for five years and he mm-hmm. had a fucking baby on me. She don't know us like that. She's just going to say these niggas ain't shit. Like just in the context of the relationship, like, oh, well, some one time I was with somebody and, they, and I felt like this or something. You could just tell. Like, you, mm-hmm. I don't know. As a woman, you could just tell, like, damn, okay. she must have been with somebody that was doing this, this, this and that. Or she can talk about a homegirl. Like, yeah, my friend, you know, I'm cool with her, but we went through some shit or something. And you can see, like, okay, well, I can tell, like, her friendship, like, her friend don't hold her down like she really should. Like, okay. I, it's just... It's just certain things as a woman, you mm. know what another woman is going through. So sometimes gossip is just to be like, 
damn, bitch, like that shit happened to somebody else. Like just it's like a connection type of thing. So, like so does gossip fall under ease or evolve? I don't know. For me, gossip is what I'm talking about, somebody, like in a bad way. <laughs> like so if I'm gossiping, it's some shit like, yo, that bitch was fucking with this nigga ease. and he did this okay, and he so did ease. Yeah, that's not Definitely that's ease. that's some Definitely some ease. that's some sur- sur- superficial shit that you gonna forget about in five so, damn, minutes. How, like how would you uh gossip in a positive way? You don't gossip in a gossip is not positive. Gossip is not, it's not at all. No. Nah, it's, 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 so so it's, so if I said China Deb doing good with his show. We having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, but say, that's not gossip. That's not gossip. That's, okay. Even I if get even it. if you said you I didn't like it. the show, it. that's not gossip. Gossip uh-huh. would be Criticism. Do you know that that nigga is doing that show, but he stole that laptop from Lil John John. Okay. And or now he, he making money off of that. Or like that's gossip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I ain't know. Yeah. I ain't know what gossip. Man. I, I don't know. I don't really. I just thought it was what girls. I don't gossip really because I don't know that many people, so I don't know nobody business. Only business I know is my friends. Mm-hmm. So I, shit, that's all. I don't know people like that. To be certain Even then, little yeah. shit. Like, but if you put something on social media, oh, that's an automatic. You know, don't put up. nothing on social media. You don't want me to gossip about. <laughs> Because if you put some crazy shit on there, like your fucking baby daddy is having sex with your cousin, and then you took him back and shit, I'm going to talk about you. It's easy to do that shit, though. We need to evolve and stop posting our own real business. That's a fact. Our real business. Real business is not for social media. You're right. right. (laughs) We got to evolve from that. Exactly. And start to post. I recently had to text one of my friends. She'll remain nameless. She knows who she is. Yeah. I had to write her the other day, like, girl, stop. Mm -mm. Stop doing that. Take that down. Don't. Don't. Don't like filter Post yourself shit like that. Everybody filter don't yourself. gotta know your business. It, pretty Bitch, much, y'all are my friends, and y'all don't even really know my business. Mm, like, mm. so why do social media need to know? Get a journal, bitch. You okay. just like to replay it no, back to yourself. Let me tell you, the best thing I ever what? did was start a journal. And you don't think you have nothing to talk about? That's a fact. But once I you start writing that shit, you like, okay, now I'm on page number two. Damn, that's page number three. Like, damn, that's what the fuck? Where all this shit came from? I can't wait to read them shits in like 20 years. I'm gonna be like, oh my god. You got a own story. Oh my god. I got a book, bitch. Look at I got a whole (laughs) whole book. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, honestly, you should start. uh, If you could put concepts to your life, what would you write about certain aspects? And I'm telling you, throughout 10 years of you doing that, you will have a a a book story. You will have a book. I can't wait. Because I'll be funny as a bitch in them shits. Perfect. <laughs> You're an author. Nigga, what? It'd be funny. Like, let me tell you this journal. Yeah, work on your wit too, because I let swear that's what the it. best authors have. Let me tell you about this nigga. All right, so we this another off break. topic? No, no, no. Let me tell you about this nigga. Yeah, shit, and all confused. That's the author. That's what I tell my journal. That's what I tell my journal. Oh, oh my goodness. that's what your book should be called. Yo, we about to go to break. Bring another set of ears for the second half of the show. And yes, sir. Buy about two. Marcus World Soul. From the roots. Mm. I see the smoke roll from the east side, and from the ashes born a tribe, and if you listen. You may find that if you tease the snake, it will make you lose your mind. Yeah. The devil's dancing, singing. 
And we're back. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all enjoyed that from the roots by Marcus World. So that's my boy. And yeah. I told him I was gonna, you know, sample or give the feature to him for this week for our local artists. Mm-hmm. Went to school with him. He's dope. Shout and out. that whole EP is dope, to be honest with you. Um, it's world soul, so it ain't no rap and ain't I did see that and I did, and I meant to down go and download it and I didn't. It's a dope like yes. it's dope. Something yeah. that you can cling to and like it vibes out. It's mood music. Yeah, and it yeah. vibe you can vibe out to the instrumentals. It's mm-hmm. all original music. It's content too. Yes. It it, it it brings a different feel to the feel that you want. Send me the link. That. I want to hear it. I got love you. that. Major shout outs. Major um, shout outs. So yeah, shout out Marcus. That's my boy. Yeah. Uh, 2012, baby. Yeah, we definitely gonna leak soon, bro. So you already know. Yeah, so we just got disturbed. Do- I'm sorry, y'all. Which yeah, we got Shannon funny. He got all the <laughs> like what is wrong with you? All the stories. Real quick, you um, might as well just let him know. Yeah, okay. First of all, pregnant women need love too. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that being said, um, now we could do a poll on this. Um, please comment. We can do a poll. But China, sexy C seems to think that uh a woman well, she thinks herself personally, speaking personally, that she th- wouldn't want to have necessarily intercourse while she's pregnant. I would pregnant. be scared. Scared to have intercourse. And then me being me, <laughs> I got a story for that. <laughs> Nigga got a story for everything. Uh, should have never brought, a, brought it up. I should have never said anything. But believe it or not, you want the dick to hit your uterus after that point. But may, at least the dad. Okay, of okay, my so baby. Want, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. God no, damn. Here. I mean, if I'm gonna do it, could it be the daddy? Mixing, that is true. Mixing DNA. No, yeah, making like, making her DNA and his strong. <laughs> I, I hate myself. Oh, oh, oh my so so yes, I, I met up with this uh, pregnant lady. She was uh, four, five. I'm, I, mean, I don't forgot her name by now. Um, but yeah, four or five months pregnant. She had a little. It's kind of like when Day Day said. She had a little pudge in her stomach, but I thought it was from drinking forties. <laughs> so she did. She had a little pudge in her stomach. So I thought it was just bitch an alcoholic. Cool. But no, cool. no. <laughs> no, we got into the conversation. You know, I'm feeling on the stomach and whatnot. You know, and one thing led to another. I had sex with a with a pregnant girl. And when I say she wanted it deeper, faster, all type, it was just a regular pussy, just pregnant. Literally, she I wanted it. I don't understand where the dad was. Them hormones made her like, go crazy. No. I guess. Yeah, but you, yeah. how do you get there? We ain't talk about that. I don't like talking about the next man when I'm with a girl. I don't. I don't. No, I mean, don't talk about it. But I just feel like if I'm having a baby, hopefully mm-hmm. we like together. I mean, that's the ideal situation. That's the ideal situation. Um, well, I'll invite her to the show. You can ask her to talk to her about. I don't want to talk to her. Boy, you don't even know her name. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you I don't, fucked. <laughs> Who you don't to be know pregnant? her name. And then please <laughs> comment below. <laughs> <laughs> that poor fucking baby. That's wrong, baby. That poor. Oh, <laughs> That's strong, goodness. baby. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, pregnant women need love. They do. By their baby father's pregnant. I don't know. Yes. Okay, we can agree there. <laughs> I don't know if I can have sex with another man while I'm pregnant with another pregnant. man's wait, baby. Wait, wait, Come on. Now, now you're making two different arguments. We talking about you <laughs> having sex with a baby. Okay, but it's like, I'm going to be, okay. just happened to be with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna, I, I'm not gonna go nine months without having sex, but a okay. damn show ain't gonna be Erday. a random bald light skin nigga. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't the daddy. Like 
No. No. The I, fuck? I actually had a perm back there. Oh, my. Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So the second half, of the show, I mean, the second topic of the show mm-hmm. is your lucid self. Mm. Uh, freeing yourself from negative thoughts. Um, so this stems from a Super Soul Conversations uh, oh, I episode. To it twice. Yeah, you did. That was good. Oh, you listened to it? Yeah. All right. Beautiful. So it stems from a Super Soul Conversations uh conversation with Oprah. Mm-hmm. And it was his name was um I don't remember his name. Michael Sing Singler or something like that. Michael Singler or something like that. Um, but basically he just talks about being your lucid self and then it's escaping from negative thoughts. And what your lucid self is, is basically being fully aware of yourself, of your surroundings, of life in general. So mm-hmm. at um, all times. At, at all times. When he said that, I'm like, damn, that's going to be hard as fuck. Right. Yeah. So, but so I'm going to figure it out. So this is how he kind of went through it. So when you have a lucid dream, we were talking mm-hmm. about this earlier. Mm-hmm. On the show, was we recording? No. Oh, okay. Well. That dream was funny. I'll tell him in a minute. Basically, <laughs> um, a lucid. so when you have a lucid dream, that means that you are fully aware that you're having a dream right now. Mm-hmm. So- the dream you're not basically you don't believe that uh, what the dream is happening because you know that you're dreaming right now so when you're asleep we've all had these times where we are fully aware that we are dreaming right now um so when you wake up you know that you just had a dream now this is different because i said this earlier this is different from remembering that you dreamed remembering a dream that you dreamt yeah Mm -hmm. that right there it's (laughs) different than being fully lucid when you are dreaming. So you can control the things that happen in your dream right. as you're lucid. Yeah, right. so like think about your friendly neighborhood cartoon that I no, can't I, think about. No, I just about. picture Inception. Inception is the perfect ideology of lucid dreaming because once you... It's like, that shit's scary. Hell yeah. It, but it, it goes to show like, like if you let a person know that they're dreaming right now in the dream, that shit could fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. That shit could really fuck... So imagine knowing you're asleep and then waking up into your dream. Yes. Like, yeah, that's some. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I I'm about to I change this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about this real quick. No. And I changed real. everything. I thought too hard on a woke up. Yeah. That's like, that, I feel like, um, scary like nightmares are always lucid because you'd be like girl get out of there it's not yeah. happening like get, yes. but you can't get your yeah, ass yeah, yeah, yeah. out. But you just can't seem to run fast enough. Can't mm-hmm. seem to. Get, I wake get up out of though. I'd be like wake up, wake up. up. Come on, wake hurry up. up and wake up. <laughs> Almost like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street when you know oh, that yeah. you dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a perfect idea of like lucid dreaming because they're all awake, but right. they can't wake themselves yeah. up yeah. in real life. That's crazy. That's um, crazy. I had a conversation with my dream self. <laughs> For real. My sleep, my conscious self uh-huh. which was talking to my dream self. Told you so. Yes. Keep it tight. No, I. <laughs> Tell that nigga, I ain't a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So, yeah, I know I'm single, yeah. but I had a friend, um, and he stayed the night. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been sleeping by myself. Mm-hmm. That's how it so, starts. <laughs> shut up. That's how it so starts. So, he was, he was snoring, oh, but yeah. the snoring wasn't the issue, because I was already no, asleep no, before that happened. I can't do snoring. I got to race you to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom always say about my dad. <laughs> anyway, so... You know when you sleep, you kind of forget things, so you come, you use, you used to your nightly routine. So yes. I guess the thought process was, what is this noise that's happening? Like mm-hmm. my conscious self was like, what the fuck is yeah. this noise? So my dream self, I was outside walking down the street, and the sound started coming from the sky. But you know how things are interpreted different. It's thunder. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm looking around, and I'm like, what is that? And then my conscious self was like, girl, we got a man in our bed. Remember? 
And then my dream self started laughing like, oh, shit. Like, we so single. We forgot. We got a whole person in the bed. But mind you, she said, I was in the room alone. Then I said, at first, the next thing you know, girl, you got a man in your bed. (laughs) It was so weird because I'm so used to sleeping by myself. So that it was like my conscience was like, something's different. Like, something is different. Yeah. And yeah, so we talked about that Nothing. and we laughed. And I was like, <laughs> That was your girl, spirit. We, su- we super single. If you forget, you got somebody in your bed. <laughs> super single. <laughs> like, you super single. SS. That S-S. was funny. SS on my chest. But it was weird because it was me talking to me. It was the strangest shit ever, but it was funny. Yeah, that's a lucid dream. Yeah, talking to yourself, identifying that voice and just. That's fucking beautiful. I wish I, I, wish I had one of those. It was funny. Not with no snores, though. Not with no snores. Like, I, I just want to. I just want my dream to be like something is growing rock hard, and then I just see a bunch of waterfall coming in my dreams. You get it? Yes, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. He pointed at everything. You get it? <laughs> Shit. Wait, no, but but even to go on to what more the nigga was saying, which stuck out to me, and I've been doing it ever since. That nigga was like, uh, "You are not your thoughts." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that shit hit me like. I'm not my thoughts. I'm not <laughs> my thoughts. I, I could say China. You're a fireman. And then you'll think, I'm a fireman. But in actuality, you ain't really you ain't a fireman. fireman. <laughs> but you nah. thought that shit. So it's like when when a person says I'm depressed, no, you're 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 thinking you're depressed and you're becoming that depressed person. Right. Like when a person says, I'm a fucked up individual, you're turning into a fucked up. When a person says I'm an word, asshole. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. And yes. you don't even think about how how much power they hold. Because mm-hmm. everybody says sticking st- stones. Oh, Break my words, nah, yeah, words, no. words will ruin your I life. I feel like words are the words. A small, it's a, like a small dick nigga said that. Bones, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but bones <laughs> words will never hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yours. Especially your words. <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah, I say that. I say that mm. all like all throughout school. So like, I work with kids. Yeah. Well, we work with kids, so they're always sickly. Or they're always yakking and coughing and uh-huh. all the time, all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I don't even say the S word no more. Y'all know what the S word is. Mm-hmm. I don't say it because if I say it, then I'm that's manifesting in my brain that I am that. Mm-hmm. And then I turn into that. So I don't say it. I don't allow myself to say certain things like that. Even like I can't. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, say yeah. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because when you say those words, words have power and they start to manifest in your brain and then in your life. And then you become that. Mm-hmm. So I never say certain words and I'm working on just kind of shaping my vocabulary to which they're they're non-existent in my everyday. <laughs> That's why it's fuck N.A. and A.A. I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> I, you you might need to go. I, you <laughs> might need to go. You might need to go. Yo. But yeah, I started, um, a, I don't know, a couple months ago trying to make sure that I'm like saying nice things to myself. Oh, I thought you were about to say N.A.? No, uh-huh. one of my students, she um, had some shit going on, and I told her that I wanted her to, when she wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. go look in the mirror and say nice things to her. So. Yes, I do. Oh my gosh, I tell people to do that too. That's a be- that's a beautiful thing. I do it to myself. And start. I feel like that's the this you can once you start there, like yeah. that's your starting point. Yeah, it's to say nice things to you, and then start with the the other stuff. Because mm-hmm. I definitely be having to like watch my mouth when I say certain things. Like, well. W- well, if this takes off, or if like no, no, hell no, ain't no mm-hmm. if it when it take off, when it take, like yeah. when shit get popping, that's like, evolving right. at this date, that's right? Evolving. That's evolving. Yeah, being your looser self, you gotta evolve mm-hmm. into saying those things. So be conscious of the words that you tell yourself when you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. That that. 
they he talked about the the voice in your brain being able to identify that that's your thoughts talking that's not actually your reality so um just being able to differentiate what the voice is saying and what reality is so and like I, just like how you just said <clears throat> instead of saying we might get to that place mm-hmm. i am gonna get to that place exactly just instead of saying i might be a millionaire say i am gonna be a millionaire mm-hmm. that it, it changes it changes yeah. the mindset right it's like the it analogy. changes your motivation too. oh yes it does oh. It's like the analogy with the rose and the weed. A rose is naturally wants to be a rose because it tells itself, this is what I'm going to grow to be. A weed knows I'm going to be pretty much taking over shit, fucking up shit. It's like the bug. Bug meant to eat bullshit. You tell yourself what you're going to be and you're going to thrive. Imagine the sun. The sun told itself it was going to be the fucking sun. Well, it depends if you believe in God or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But right now we know the sun is there and it's the most powerful object. Think mm-hmm. to yourself. Be the most powerful object to enlighten as many people as you can because we need the sun. But a lot of motherfuckers uh, look at the devil and a lot of worldly things and then that's what you become. You become your phone. You become your your car. You become the job. You become Mm -hmm. the whatever this world tell you to become. I I think people struggle because they feel like um, they got to have it all right then and there. But this is is like a, a... Yes. A ever growing process. You know, you you could have to sit in that mirror for a year before you believe what you're saying. With sticky notes on it. You know what I'm saying? Like you really gotta like work on that shit. Like I remember when we first started and you was like, How did you get so confident? And I was like, I faked it until I made made it. it. Like and not even necessarily faked it, but just kinda told yourself. Had to talk myself into into it. it, You know, like like you a bomb ass bitch. Yeah. Yeah. What are they talking about? Like not not (laughs) you now you just ooze it. You just ooze out confidence. Uh that's your son. Might, you might be an inspirational yeah, like speaker. This, I don't know. That's why I got to get into yoga because I'm trying to get into my mind more. Crack mm-hmm. into it a little more because it's so loud. Like the world is so loud. Yeah. Everything is so. Oh, peace so, of mind. That's another thing he said. Yeah. yeah. Peace, peace of, of mind. mind. Yeah, I got. Because when you center, certain shit just don't bother you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? He yeah. said that too. Yeah. Like certain things just. That's a fact. Move right out the way. Even though I I hate. You move out the way of that of that energy. So mm-hmm. that so exactly. those negative energy. So. Exactly. Um. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read what he said. He said, "In the idea or the concept of you being lucid, if you're lucid dreaming, basically you being conscious that you're dreaming." He said, "You should be like that in life. Um, your seat of consciousness is transcended to your mind, moving and seeing the world as it happens, and you are centered in your conscience. And all of life goes right. By, all of life life goes right by because the world becomes something you are watching instead of something you are. Mm-hmm. So." That even goes back to a lot of the conversations we had in which like how society, media shape how we move through our life because we view the world as something that we are as opposed to something that we are watching. Like I do this all yeah, the time. Yeah, like this shit not real. My mom hate when I say that now. Like it's so much stuff. I'm like, mom, that shit not real. What do you mean? Mom, that shit just not real. Yeah, right, right. Okay. It's not reality. Like them, like politics and shit. She hate it. I'm like, mom, please stop talking to me about shit that's not real. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, mom, the trees outside is real. The oxygen that we breathe is real. The ground that we walk on is real. The soil that we get our vegetables from is real. This bullshit is not real. It's some made-up shit that people just came together and just started doing. Right. Just so, so they can But control. I feel like the, 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 the thing I'm starting to notice is that the more you know, kind of. Oh, so I was in a training. And they was talking about all this stuff, right? And I'm just sitting there like. 
like when they was talking about like the diet and all this other shit and i'm like so that's something that you also do have to control because the more things you the more you open your mind up Mm -hmm. you can almost kind of um almost shut other people out or shut other and you got to understand that this is what these people this is the level of intellect they chose to go to they chose mm-hmm. to get this information and settle for it. Yeah. So you have to be careful with trying to, I try not to tell people things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life. You're going to see how I operate. You know, even like with the food situation, like I don't tell people not to eat meat. I don't say shit. Like you do what you want to do. I'm just going to move a certain way. And then if you pick it up, you pick it up. Right. But you can fall into kind of trying to tell people types of things. And I'm trying to fall back from that. Like mm-hmm. not, you know, cause you, I don't know. I don't, you don't want to come off as like <clears throat> Trying to lecture. You're trying to teach, not lecture. Yeah, like I don't want to tell someone you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that or you know that's not real. Or just like no, oh, just, inform. Excuse me. Just live inform, your life. Inform, not lecture. I think it going back to the ease and evolving thing. It's a certain point in t- in our lives where we choose to evolve, and we choose to ease through things. So like, just like to the point you were saying, um, I had that when I lived here with my mom, and they'd be eating all the swine and stuff. I always comment like, yo, y'all need to mm-hmm. stop eating that swine. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where. My mom, I think my mom said, like, why you always got to say something about, you know, our food? Like, we know, but yeah, like, like you don't got to always yeah. com- comment on. So I just stopped mm-hmm. because they're not at a point in which I can say, like, you need to stop eating that swine because it ain't good for you. Mm-hmm. And they'll completely receive it as that. Yeah. And as it's like, not, oh, you better than me because you feel like you know some shit. Right. Or you feel like that's you, how that, that's right. seeing them feel. Mm-hmm. My mom called me. Was it today? She called me today talking about um her diet and how they need to change. And I said, mom. Don't call me with this. And she was like, what? Well, I'm like, Ma, I'm on my own mm-hmm. food journey, first of all. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. And second of all, I can't keep telling y'all what to do. I said, the internet is alive and well. You can find the shit out just the way that I found the shit out. Watch you some documentaries. Look up who doing the documentaries and make sure the shit that they talking about, they qualify to talk about. And then you move on from there. But I try not to. And it, and it's funny because there's people who would, who would say shit like, oh, you trying not to eat me? Oh, I couldn't dare do that. Oh, you trying to do this? And then six months down the line you hear people like maybe i need to try that because yo 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 waist look like it's getting thinner maybe right. i need to try that so because that's why i chose to just i'm just gonna Lead do my thing example. and Lead if you example. pick it up you pick it up and if mm-hmm. you don't shit i don't listen i ain't that shit ain't going to me so that's a fact that's a, that that's shit the is for fact. you I'll but you so sometimes your enlightenment could come off a little cocky so you gotta watch that shit yeah you do you gotta watch that shit that's a fact but you gotta own it as well mm-hmm. so just because it might come off cocky, sometimes you got to say it and just be real and be firm with it. But at the same time, it's like at some point you got to know when to step off. Like that first few times you say whatever you got to say, that enlightenment, it's going to it's gonna penetrate to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, all right, at some that fifth time, they're going to get fed up and they're going to say something. As soon as they say something, step back and keep on doing what you got to do. Exactly. That don't mean that they're saying it in the, in the sense that, you are being cocky or you being too cocky or anything like there's that. There's nothing malicious just, behind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it almost like if you're talking to a brick wall. Like, at, right. eventually you're going to notice that they're not Rece- being receptive of anything that you're saying. So mm-hmm. you just stop saying it to save your breath. And you just keep doing what exactly. you're doing. And that's why I don't comment when people talk to me about certain things. And I I don't say anything because we already had this discussion. It's almost, like, don't ask me. Yeah, it's almost like um um, I, I like this. I don't. Words are cheap. So talk is cheap. Mm-hmm. it's all about action so mm-hmm. you can only tell them for so long but then you have to fall back into that okay you done you got all the information you need yeah, about plus to, the internet they, so now you have to implement these things because if i'm spending all my time telling you what to do i'm not putting into action for myself right mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna tell you what you got need to do 
And then after a while, I'm just going to stop and let you like now my mom and, and sister are going crazy with the healthy. Like I'm, I was like, I had to move out for y'all to be eating healthy now. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. I mean, but that's what it is. Like my sister yeah. going to the gym now. She was on my snap the other um, the other day. Like she always telling me about a fitness thing. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm getting her into meal prepping and stuff like that. So it penetrated, gotta, but they got to be at that point of evolution. And when you just talking it. about, especially when it's in the beginning, people be like, that shit ain't going to last or whatever. So you got to make sure like my, oh my God, my little sister, she, she doesn't look on un- unhealthy, but she is because she eats shitty. Like, Fast food. She loved fast food. She, but now she's starting to get to the point where she's like, I can't eat this anymore, and I can't. My stomach hurts, and I'm gonna. And now she's starting to see the effects of what she, how, what she put into her body. And I keep trying to tell them the body, your body is the it's most important thing you got. So when they say your body is a temple, that's real, mm-hmm. like that. And you know, you got to get older and think. I didn't mm-hmm. think about the shit when I was in my te- when I was a teenager. I didn't care if I was gonna go to McDonald's. I was gonna, gonna go to McDonald's. My car don't go. If you in my car, don't go I don't McDonald's. go to McDonald's. I tell people, my car don't go those places. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do. But my physical shit that I pay for, we don't we don't go through. That's a fact. Foods. That's a whole fact. I don't know what to tell you. I, I call it dog food. Even though dogs shouldn't eat it. But still, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the look. I should be like, oh, no, nah, we don't do dog food over here. Like, I don't. It almost go that goes into when I think about why people smoke cigarettes and like black and miles and stuff oh. like that. Like you know what that's doing to mm-hmm. your body inside. Mm-hmm. You know it and then you've seen it in health class. Like we've seen a black lung, we've seen mm-hmm. a pink lung and everything in between. Why are you still smoking? That really irks my nerves like why are you still smoking? They addicted well, people, now though. People are tobacco. Are addiction is I a get you. Yeah, addiction is a motherfucker. But people are as dumb as the smart shit they read. So they and people don't even read nowadays. So they're just everybody dumb. new. Everybody's new thing is we are gonna die anyway. Right. Anyway, I hate under. that. I hate. But that here's my analogy. thing. If you believe, especially people yourself. that believe in just um, die. If you believe in God or whatever, like yeah. you, I'm like I said, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. I was given this body. To live. and I was given this life. Yes, to live. So the least I can do is treat it right. Is take care of it exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and it's Ain't not rocket science. And it's not. It's not rocket. Who, science. First of all, who said vegetables that was nasty? Like I don't, I don't Yo, get that. America. I don't, I don't know. I was America. never America. America. I don't. Told you. I don't know. I like With our shit. cartoons and shit like that, and we were only wanting desserts and 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 uh, staying up late to go to the top of the cookie jar mm-hmm. right there. They never. Mm-hmm. And then even Santa with, uh, got the cookie. Santa's got the cookies, and then with the, with the parents like eat your vegetables, you can get dessert. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that that mindset is like, no, I could just skip the goddamn. No, no, no. You know vegetables you know and go straight the, to dessert. The perfect mm-hmm. example: kids next door. Oh kids my next door. God. Anything about vegetables, the code mm-hmm. name kids next door, they hate it. And hate I think now it's some it's something implemented in our brain that kids don't like vegetables. Like, That's, well, he just doesn't. If he, if he was getting it, yeah. Once he started solid food, it would be all that he knew. That he, knew. he would like it. You it's gotta, no, it's no reason for him not to like it. Think, exactly. think about, um, think about uh, brainwash and like how they think communism is like a kind of a bad thing. Brainwash, yeah. uh, all that stuff. Um, I was talking about this with the Pledge of Allegiance and things like that. We are brainwashed from an early age. Mm-hmm. And since kids kids are so receptive to everything and they soak everything in, mm-hmm. the things that we watch, um, the whole Pledge of Allegiance things, like even that like little, I- any pledges, I don't want my kids to, well, when I have kids, I don't want them to be bound to those pledges. So like mm-hmm. at school, we got the ple- ple- Pledge of Allegiance and then they have like the school pledge. Like I will be safe, I will be kind, all that stuff. 
And the kids actually do this subconsciously. Like they, I mean, they're awake and everything. They're fully conscious. But when they're doing it, walking around the room, getting a pencil or things like that, they're saying it without noticing that they're mm-hmm. saying it. That's like, why regimes get kids. Yes, because they're so receptive. They don't go. They're not going to get grown people. The grown people that are in the regimes grew up in the regime. Yes, and now they are running and, and the regime. Re- they repeat the cycle. Yeah, they don't go for grown kids. people. We're gonna get kids. You can tell a kid any fucking thing. And they're gonna believe it. Anything. Cold, whole that's why it's that's why it's easy to be a predator on children. Oh, yeah. they believe everything that you say. So you tell me. you tell a kid uh, you say some shit. I'm gonna kill your mama. They really think you gonna kill their mama. But I'm had a kid. I'm like, bitch, kill her. Try to kill her. I bet you you can't kill her. I bet you you won't kill her. My dad been trying. The way to she you. set up, <laughs> the way she motherfucker. I'm telling her right now. I'm telling, but you got to kill me <laughs> before you kill her. Okay. She gonna know before why you coming. Okay. She gonna. Tell my you baby know. gonna be for like, well, bitch, you gonna have to kill me because I'm gonna tell my motherfucker. But I'm gonna tell my mom <laughs> that you tried to offer me some fucking candy and get your van, bitch. Like what? <laughs> nah, but um, so going back to the lucid, your lucid self, um. In order to uh, free yourself from negative uh, thoughts, you have to allow those negative thoughts when they flood your mind to pass, and you yes. gotta relax. So you gotta lean away from them and let them allow them to pass. Don't mm-hmm. give in to them. Don't feed into them. Don't add those fire. Add fuel to the fire. Don't add the fire logs to the fire. Uh, just sit back, lean back, and allow it to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a quote that he said on the show, which I, it stuck with me, was: "True freedom is freedom from yourself, not freedom for yourself." So, um. And a lot of the times we get stuck in our mind. So what that means is um, we tend to think about overthink things and be stuck in our mind, be trapped mm-hmm. in our mind, in which that put us in a state of depression or, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, sadness or mental illness c- turns into physical illness. Yes. Like he also, yes. He also said, um, if would you rather be in a corner with peace of mind looking out the window Oh yeah, then be in or Hawaii, be in stressed, Hawaii out. Tre- exactly. stressed out, and you're gonna be in the corner with peace of every mind. day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, bring me that window. That's why I mentioned the point about not telling, trying to push your lifestyle on people because yeah. at the end of the day, your consciousness, your conscious freedom is for you. Oh yes, it's not for anybody else. Yes. Like it's um, I when you let the dumb shit go, your mind could grow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ooh. I had I went through this like issue when because i go to therapy sometimes yeah. because i i want to try that have you should, um you should you probably wouldn't get too much out of it it's like i just want to talk i don't think, this is why you I don't, don't curse i found that out I, <laughs> <laughs> I think therapy is good because you talk to people that don't know the people around you yes. so therefore you're gonna get a clear unbiased, an unbiased perce- exactly. perception yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so um but i had issues with anxiety which is really just overthinking on a whole nother fucking level yes but i've been dealing with this shit since high school and i'm i I don't do like y'all know. I don't do the medicines and shit. So I've always it's just something I live with. It's just yeah. it's just me. We figure it out yeah. together, right? Yeah. So I um went to this actually two therapists I stopped going to because the motherfuckers tried to push meds on me, and I'm like, listen, I'm like me and my brain gonna get through this shit. That's what they want, and that's it. That, that, yes, just me and my fucking yeah, just me and my brain. That's it. That's all. Yeah. We not doing. I'm not doing. And the fact that I gotta go back and forth with you to this is something that I'm trying to work on my own because if I depend on your drugs, then when I don't have your drugs, what's happening to my brain? You'll go withdraw. Your brain is gonna I, go into. Withdrawal. I don't even take ibuprofen, bitch. You're not putting me on it. Got anti- a, nothing. A, a cinnamonophene in there, and that mess up your liver anyway. Ibuprofen? Yeah, acetaminophen. Oh, I had, I had a whole, it, it, this, yeah, it messed up your liver. I'll talk to y'all about that off the air. But it's about this ibuprofen shit. But yeah, so I, I'm like, no, you know, I, I always wanted to fix the shit 
with myself because I know it's just me. It's me overthinking and doing too much. Uh-huh. So why wouldn't I work on myself? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I started this conscious thing without really knowing what the fuck it was. I just know it just didn't feel right to not fix things on my own. That and it, as it shouldn't, because it's not. It's uh, medicine is is a sub sublimary uh, healing. Yada said it. It's not meant to. It's meant to be a supplement from the actual thing that you're doing. Yeah, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. It's almost like the uh, is it the placebo pill, yeah. the sugar pill? Yes, like yeah. you yes. tricking your your body to um think. Well, you actually you tricking your mind to think that you took a pill that. You and that's how you know the really words are powerful because somebody's giving you it, this and they're telling say, you that it's something. It'll make you feel better. And then you take it and you feel and you that feel, and you and you're fine. People, doctors, if they really care, they'll tell you get more into your spirit. Try yeah. to try to be more one with yourself mm-hmm. what does that mean doc well let me give you a few examples do the mirror thing in the morning when you wake up in the morning say that you're beautiful study meditation study meditation every day just set aside five ten minutes they don't which is what a doc these are the side effects of your spirit sitting down resting be one with yourself get out of stressful situations period that's why i like yoga oh fucking yes because first of all you can't think i just about downloaded shit. a yoga app Oh, I thought you meant y'all like, need to come to yoga with me. Over. See now, now <laughs> Devin, you can come to yoga with me. He can't come. <laughs> she. Shannon gonna be one of them dudes doing the, doing the yoga pose, looking. Okay. Up. Hey, <laughs> Ooh, you see that? Damn, as long damn, as you damn. you know you can come, but don't act like you know me until the end when you I'm haven't not, done it. When we wrapping it up, I just act like yeah, know you. yeah. Nah, no, we, I don't know you before that. Girl, you had the fattest ass of them all. Please don't say that to my yoga people. Oh. <laughs> Where, like, where you do yoga? At? Yeah, I'm about to downtown. Downtown. It's in a church. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not run by the church. Though. Jesus, give me the power to <laughs> and get through this. Get through. So Please crazy. don't let nobody ask me to go to church. Come Nobody's to church. gonna ask you to go to church. <laughs> oh nah, that's, my! That's, we just use the church space. Where? Yeah, we gonna um, we gotta plan the Down time to, where we yeah. all go to yeah. yoga. I, I, I go it, Mondays I and Saturdays. I gotta be every Saturday. Monday. Yeah, every it'll be Saturday. 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 We could do a Saturday. I'm with that. You know. At two, so you have time to get your life together yeah. from whatever you did Friday night, yeah, and come to yoga and get your life right. Hey, I ain't doing too much nowadays. Hey, I thought this was I thought this was interesting too. When he said when he was talking about fear, mm-hmm. and he said fear is a thing. Fear is a thing. It's another object in the universe, and we, you're gonna try to fix fear, but you should just let it pass through. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, he was kind of talking about the fear of change. So a lot of people fear change. They're afraid of change, but change is a natural, um, it's the very nature of life. So we have to change through life, go through life and change with life um, as it comes to us, as it's thrown to us. Um, but we tend to try to fix the things that we that we fear, that's fearful yeah. to us and, and let it just let, instead of just letting it pass. And when we try to fix fear, that turns into negative thoughts in our mind, that, mm-hmm. that negative energy coming to us. I thought that was interesting, too. And life is just uh, it, is a natural unfolding of reality. And you should harmonize. Uh, you're supposed to harmonize and work with life. Fear doesn't let you do that. Letting go of fear is, is not letting go of life. So mm-hmm. when you think about instead of fixing the fear, if you let the fear go, you're still not letting go of life because life and fear is two different entities. They're two different things. So I thought that stuck with me. The episode I is dope. I loved whole. I just loved it. Mm-hmm. But Everything that fear said. shit, it was like, because I had to listen to it twice. So the second time I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, so when he say let fear go, like, what does he mean? Like, I had to try to think of, like, a situation. Like, what could happen where you just let the fear go? Well, it, but yeah. the more, to bestly answer as mo- most I could, uh, 
fear and love. Those are only two two emotions. Yeah, that's what we was. That's going what on I thought. Well. That's the what I. Few. That's what I thought of. Mm-hmm. Like a relationship, whether it's your friendship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like people hold on to things because they're scared of, like yeah. what the outcome could be. Yes, and that's that. And you, you just gotta you, let that shit go. Which is harder because that goes, that goes that, back yeah. to uh, the love hate thing as well. Like if I say I love you, it will. All right, that's cool. But if I say I hate you, that shit sticks with you. Mm-hmm. So the fear of 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 that feeling of loving because fear is so much depression it could be anxiety uh uncertainty uncertainty and so that. much with fear that you don't even comprehend and some things are fear and people don't even know don't even know fear. that is exactly yeah but but love it, that's why you got to focus more on the love aspects love and that's harder that's pretty much what i picture he, him saying it's so much easier ease to yes. be in fear mm-hmm. so much easier but with the hard part evolving is evolving in love mm-hmm. that's what i got Evo- from and it's spirit it's, it's harder yeah right right it's mm-hmm. harder to love um when you're when it's so easy to fear so it's yes. the fear to unknown to fear the growth that comes from making the decision that we're uncomfortable that's with comfortability making. right mm-hmm. right so um even going to what you just said about relationships going and mooch segueing into the third uh topic which is the thorn when he was talking about the thorn mm-hmm. in which i I listened to that part like three times because I wanted to actually digest what he was saying. Um, relationships, when we become, when we view the relationships with ease, so we stuck in a situation, um, that becomes the thorn. So anytime that relationship or anybody touches on that relationship, it hits a nerve. So what mm-hmm. they, what he said the thorn was, was a thorn is when, it's basically a thorn that's directly touching a nerve in your body mm-hmm. to the point where if it were touched, it causes pain inside of you. Mm-hmm. Those, so, those are like your, your the triggers. Um, yeah. The triggers. triggers. Right, right. So if you're in a relationship and, or really any relationship, it don't got to be a relationship, like an intimate yeah. relationship. It could be a friendship. It can be um, a situationship, whatever the case. Um, or it can just be everyday life. Mm-hmm. I think they used like a road rage example on the show. Right. Um, But if you can't identify the, that thorn, that one thing that when it's touched, it literally throws off your whole day. Like it can have you going going into a whirlwind like spiraling out of control type mm. thing and you can't remove that and you allow that thorn to go deeper and deeper mm-hmm. so and it and it basically anytime it's it, when it becomes deeper and deeper that means it becomes more sensitive so you can't talk about the things that's around that thorn you can't t- touch the skin that's around that thorn because it might touch that thorn or it might move the thorn and then almost like a splinter you when you get a splinter you can't touch it you can't do anything with it because if you touch it it's going to hurt so then when you try to pull it out, you got to dig deep. You got to sterilize the needle. You got to put it on the fire. You got to dig through the skin. and you Then you got to get the tweezers mm-hmm. and you got to pull it out. And that's the part that hurts. And knowing your body just really wants to push it out naturally. Right. <laughs> but you can't really push it out naturally. You got to well, pull it out. Your body's gonna but that, but after it's out, you like, damn, I went through all that, but I'm so fucking happy. That's what I'm saying. You I'm start so to happy I did all that and it's out. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And now I can go on about my day. Exactly. So, um, I think the thorn. I want his book. I want his I book was too. About that too. I I'm, want his book not too. A, let me not say I want his book. I'm ordering his book, and I need to order it. What was it today. called? Um, did you write it down? I did not. Oh. I was listening to it on my way to work. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. But it's a dope book. I think his name is Michael something about Singler. consciousness. Maybe it's like levels um, of consciousness or how to get to. Nah, I mm, I remember mm. it, but I can't really. Just put the link. About the put the link I'm gonna put it. the link for the yeah. the show on there, mm-hmm. but it was dope. The thorn, we all got thorns. Like it's we okay all to have got them thorns. too. Yeah, but you can't soak in them. Mm-hmm. Think about the thorn. Live in your thorn. 
live your truth. Live your truth. Live your thorn. Identify the thorn yeah. and pull it out. Mm-hmm. Remove yeah. the thorn from your life because then you can move more freely throughout your life. Because I'll talk about something about myself real quick before I see you jumping a gun. I call myself light skin, short, bald. Uh, <laughs> light skin, short, bald. Now all the girls are going to be like, you know what? I don't want you know, to. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine, baby. They got my personality. Not that short. Now, I, hey, my dick is the longest thing on me. So I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud. Now, nonetheless, nonetheless, you know, I got to say positive things. Why weren't we talking about positive? Positivity? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Jeez. But that's, something, that's, something you, <laughs> that's something you say in the mirror by yourself oh. in the mirror. <laughs> Yo, Shannon, <laughs> look me out of eye, nigga. <laughs> Shit, but yeah, a lot of people need to realize who they. Are, I think that man. was a really good. Um, that was a really good podcast. Yeah, and I like when I hear things that I'm doing subconsciously, but I, I don't think about shit that deep when I'm like, you know, I'm gonna stop doing this or I'm gonna start. Ooh. I don't think about it that deep, but then when I watch something or I hear something, I'm like, oh, like I'm trying that to get to a, a elevated spiritual place. I just, I just don't think about that far while i'm doing mm-hmm. certain things your vibrations like when i say i like just love people i just do and you'll feel better in your day i do say i hate everyone but that's just that so like I, that's something i said like damn that, you're really that's mean. different I you. that's yeah. i think that's different because that's just that's you saying it but you know you don't really mean it like mm-hmm. we can say things that we don't mean but it's just to um kind of relieve some stress or tension or anything yeah because like this that. don't mean so, you a uh, namaste 24 hours of the day that's not what self-awareness is self-awareness is why is this making me so irate right now yeah i need to figure that out yeah. and then i'm gonna get back to yeah, you because yeah, yeah. i want to slap the shit out you right now give you those prints let answers. me let me go and chill let me let this pass through because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. prince will think about the answer for five minutes when you ask him a question <laughs> <He'll>... <laughs> one second one second right <laughs> like he'll really sit there and seriously watch his interviews he will think and formulate how do i feel about this question mm. what does this make me feel how, what are the repercussions if i say that man everybody needs that moment that text message moment because text messaging made it cool for dumb niggas niggas i don't know how to respond quickly made them made them niggas cool as a bitch i think i need to stop texting people Yo, yes call them text call them call them you be done. You be done. Fuck some shit up in a text. You can leave a text. You can leave a text and think about it for hours, and then come back and be like, I, right, I, I, I got the I right got answer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but now you don't send cool, the text. But on this, on the same, on the same time, like when you having those conversations, those arguments, the yeah. best answers come when you don't got to think about it. You just say it. You say mm-hmm. what you feel, and then whatever you get back from it is it's like it's more genuine but like when you in a when you texting i don't like texting Man, texting like texting be- anything that's serious like because you texting what not supposed to be even generally serious texting supposed to be where you at yeah i'm, I'm coming. on my way i'm, I'm on my way yeah. what you doing yeah nothing type thing on yeah. my way we good we can talk in person <laughs> for you to tell me your feelings in a text and message you gotta read and- i got a book i need to be reading i ain't about I to be sitting here I'm no, no. Call me, dog. Yeah, I guess I'm I've done, old. On I've that. done that a couple times and then regretted it. Like, why? Why? Like, why you support your heart out right here? Why? Not even. It don't even gotta be poor. Even if I'm mad as a bitch and I'm like, yeah. going in. Like one time, me and my cousin was arguing through text, and I'm like, why are this we doing is dumb. this? Knowing you like, got each other's number. Why? Knowing you have each why other's. Why are we number. doing this right now? <laughs> Boredom. It's yeah. Out of time. And then it's too much. It's too much. I just say it. And it, you can't. And it can't be interpreted correctly exactly right. that's it's my main interpreted thing off of their perception uh-huh not out uh-huh. of how you meant it can uh-huh. be received completely opposite of what you trying mm-hmm. to and then relate. it's too much because it, since I, that fact i've been putting commas and little gestures and shit like that i'm like but that's why too much that, yeah. like that's too yeah. much that's just fact. call you can hear my excitement when i call you you know what I'm i ain't gotta put 14 you exclamation points punctuation and all that stuff oh um 
So I got uh, one last question mm-hmm. um, before we wrap it up. What is the benefit of evolving? What is the cost of it? Life and death. Simple. Explain. Death is ease. You pretty much are dying. You're not growing. You're not elevating. You're not doing anything. Jim Carrey said that's freedom. Ease? Death. Oh, death. <laughs> it is. You got to watch um, Conversations, co- Coffee with Comedians. Mm-hmm. He was on there, and Jim Carrey. I like him. I do, but the, that's the an new extreme. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an extreme. It's not extreme. I mean, death is freedom. Okay, I get that concept. He basically we said free. we're so afraid of death, but watch when we die, it's gonna be the most free oh, and I, shit. I agree. Ever. I agree. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with absolutely. that. I, but just that mindset is like, damn. So mm-hmm. be content in this life because I'm gonna be free when I die. It's it's like that slave mentality. I, I don't think he was saying be content with your life. Well, just but he the, w- he was just talking about the elevating the brain a little bit and not being so afraid of death. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Um, I'm gonna go watch some of his videos now. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Shit, but it, you're living when when you're evolving because you're constantly finding new things about yourself, your surroundings, mm-hmm. and people that That's you around. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you not want to know that uh, next year I'm taking you and you to Aruba? Now, if I'm ease, I'm just happy having my situation set. I don't give a fuck if you go to Aruba. I don't give a fuck if you go to Aruba. Or even like, yourself. I'm, or even mm-hmm. myself. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck if I go to Aruba. All right, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck if I go to <laughs> I'm getting this drink. I'm getting this bottle because that's what's easy. That's what I see. That's what my community brings to me. Right. Because you right. got to remember, if you're around a bunch of evolutionary people, it's very unlikely that you're going to be. Like, like, for instance, it's hard for us to talk about something that ain't. And, and inspirational, loving, caring, because that's who we naturally are. Now, right. if we came in here talking about cars and shit, like if we had a car show or... Or or just a, a gossip show. Just a gossip show. Like, what are we really talking about? Talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. Are we easing or are we trying to evolve, evolve. with us? Change. Yeah. I feel so, yeah, evolution, if you're doing it properly, it helps you connect to the universe. <sighs> I'm like very um, intrigued by our connection with the world and not the world around us like facebook and social media and shit like the actual trees yeah. and the birds and the bees and the fucking lions and tigers and bears and shit <laughs> um so i feel like when you evolve you 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 you're becoming more one with like the earth and then your next step you become more involved with like the universe mm-hmm. and knowing that that's all tied together we're made from the same shit that the earth is made from we're right. made from the same shit that the stars is made from right. so that means we have a connection to them right so evolving is for me personally is trying to figure out that connection mm-hmm. and make it stronger mm. and ease i don't know what that is no more content that's what i think yeah. well no i'm just saying for me i don't oh. know. i used to be ain't nothing ease not man. i'm not gonna say i used to be content but i used to um kind of accept certain oh, things yeah yeah i don't know especially when i, I had a lot of d- self-doubt when i was in college and i feel like that kind of or remember you're still growing so i the, am the, the self-doubt wouldn't necessarily be i wouldn't count it as self-doubt you are what you believe mm-hmm. it was just a, a a growing experience that you literally had to grow out of right so I, you, I so so now i'm just you know i'm you're moving out growing. of that but it, yeah. it showed like just reflecting back on it mm-hmm. i feel like i was in college it was a lot it was a lot of ease for one mm. If the material if the material it. was yeah. easy for me, put it. Yeah. it was like all right, like I wasn't putting that much thought into it. I, I mm-hmm. just literally like just Got breezed through the shit mm-hmm. instead of really trying to connect with what I wanted to do. And maybe yep. I, you know took it more serious. Exactly. But now that you know, when you know better, you do you better. Do better. That's it. Right. That's it. Um, I think the 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 benefit of evolution is 
the decreasing of negative energy as a whole. Oh, yeah. Um, and then yeah. the cost of it is relationships or people oh, that don't cost. fit. I forgot that part. Yeah, that don't fit into your life. Mm-hmm. Don't fit into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the benefit is a lot more greater than what what the it's cost. Yeah, the mm-hmm. detriment. So when you think about evolving, you think about growing. You, you think about attacking the things that you aspire to be and that you aspire to do and all those different things. Mm-hmm. But in order to fully grasp the things that you want to do and that you aspire to do and the person that you want to be and aspire to be, you have to get rid of those negative uh, components of your life. So you have to get rid of those things that you've been easy that you've been eased into or that you you trained yourself to believe yeah that you trained yourself to believe that comfort zone you got to get rid of the things that you're comfortable with and start to get uncomfortable but being comfortable being uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. you don't grow unless there's discomfort around you like you know what i'm saying like you in order to adapt if you got put into um uh the the amazon desert tonight i was was thinking of an analogy you had with wolves though yeah right you have to adapt think about the jungle book or tarzan or something like that they was you know what i'm saying they was raised by animals but they adapt that goes to the i can't remember what the study was but remember there was a study um learned helplessness so they had dogs Mm. in a room and it some I can't think of the whole shit, but pretty much there were dogs in the room, and when they went to do something, I don't know if it's when they went to eat or whatever, they would get shocked. Mm. And then mm. there were other dogs, and when they did the same shit, what I can't remember, but it's to the aspect of one dog got the fuck up out of there, and the other dogs just kind of accepted their circumstance. Mm-hmm. It was something very simple that they had to do to not get shocked. Pretty much, I can't remember the study, but we were studying learned helpless helplessness. Helplessness is learned. And I actually, okay, let me not go there. But anyway, because <laughs> it ain't going to be right. Um, but I was just talking to a friend early, um, a couple days ago about um, le- letting people out of her life if she want to live a certain type of life. And if yeah. she don't, then stop complaining about it. And this particular person um, was her mom. And I was okay. like, you have to move accordingly. It does not matter your relationship to that person. If the relationship is now not beneficial for you, it's not something that you should be involved in. I can speak from personal examples for that because my mom is not healthy in my life and I haven't spoke to her in months now. And I'm sure you feel better. Do I? It sucks when you really think about it, but that's the only time I felt bad about it since we've talked. And then I I felt bad about a bunch of shit because she put self-guilt on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now I don't feel none of that other than the fact that- guilt trip. The only thing I feel bad about is I don't have a relationship with my mom, but that pushes. But that's not on you. So that's the best part. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So then you, you basically, you, you're minimizing the the amount of negative energy that she can hurt me. That's Mm -hmm. pushing through you. Cause that's the only way she can do it is, is she put her problems on you. I feel shitty telling her not, you know, but I mean, it's the reality. Like you calling me complaining about some shit that's been going on. So at the end of the day, what, what is the issue with the relationship? Are you the issue in the relationship or is she the issue in the relationship? If she is the issue, then you need to remove that so you can live your best life. Like I'm not, I mean, I was fortunate enough to have great parents. Yes. Um, but I'm not staying in something that I just blocked my grandma. Like she, she, (laughs) she, no, for real. Well, my grandma is, she's schizophrenic. Oh, Oh, um, bipolar, and she also um is addicted to alcohol. She on meds. She's negative. She has to go. Mm-hmm. When I'm telling you, when me and my grandma growing up with my grandma, best friends, I'm closer to my grandma than I am any of my parents. Oh, she 
what like I would my parents worked a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I was with after school. I'm going to my grandma's house. Now, I know when mean. my mom first had me, she was really, really sick. So we had to um leave our apartment and go live with my grandma. So I was just super, super close to her. But you're not going I'm I'm the most important person to me. Yeah. Period. First. So she's blocked. I don't feel I don't feel any I don't feel anything. Not to say that it's like I don't love her or anything, but I don't feel guilty about it because I know the relationship we had. I know she know that I love her, but I'm not Can't sacrificing no my peace of mind to keep a relationship with anybody. Hey Amen. Shout out to all the great mothers out there. Shout out to the people that's trying to uh, be something better than, than they were yesterday. Shout out to the people that just flat out hate themselves. <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out. Because they, they are the ones that we really have to touch. It's like Jesus going into the what, slums, the ghettos. What was that quote we shit. had when he said a wise man looks at somebody else's mistakes and, and, and move accordingly mm -hmm. yeah. so you mm -hmm. do need to shout out to them for shout real because yeah. we look we like shit we don't want to be y'all but we see y'all but, but we, we see y'all we acknowledge y'all yeah yeah but we, <laughs> but, but we don't rock like that over here like we don't we don't do none of that over here we, <laughs> we good and plus we preach it to the choir with people that love themselves mm -hmm. like we ain't telling you nothing new baby okay just listen to the show do your thing <laughs> do live, your, live your best live your life okay <laughs> right I I think oh man I keep on unplugging me all right so I think we're gonna end there yep, yep um bring another set of ears for next week's show please I hope y'all enjoyed this show mm -hmm. it was a good one um we got more to come y'all better enjoy this show I was hungover on this one yeah make sure y'all um <laughs> <laughs> keep rubbing my eyes I want to go to bed so bad P.S. fuck Uber <laughs> she, she gave us the we need to hurry up okay because I'm dying here <laughs> um and we ain't even halfway as far as we normally is so really? you know she dying oh yeah we about an hour and 26 yeah. in that's yeah. cool that's something like that but cool. um you already know bring another set of ears for mm -hmm. next week's show review the show we still popping in san francisco Ooh. um shout out to y'all japan that jumped 18 shout out to teach because i know that's um, my girl i'm trying to think of some ashburn um va um that was up there this week and then um oh, rochester y'all y'all letting us down a little bit only 15 i think y'all was third and that's mm. hometown like how is how san francisco beating y'all out like I, i'm confused i'm a little bit confused but, but it's okay yeah. because yeah. i'd rather be in san francisco than um rochester yeah you know what i'm saying because i mean atlanta took the city right? the city the city showing us love too the city showing us love too the yeah they wasn't on the top love. three Good. this week so Good. Well, the last time I looked. And I damn sure want to get her to New York more than That's a fact. What? Here. Yes. So. That's a fact. I want to do a live show one day. I that just want to. Dope as hell. Right, right, right. Dope I just, as hell. I, you, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I appreciate everybody that's listening. Yeah, definitely. Because um, without y'all, it wouldn't be us. And we mm -hmm. wouldn't be pushed. And we wouldn't have the drive to keep on going every week mm -hmm. if we seen the numbers was dwindled down to like one and one, two, two people listen. you know what i'm saying like i love you well, the people, the people that are listening are our are, are, are type of people yeah. that's what i'm so saying. we want to make sure that they are you know and recommend this to our other type of people that you hang with I'm happy because so we many, are the same yeah there's so many different personalities I like that's this. what i'm saying and like and that. that's uh, i appreciate y'all we appreciate you yep you appreciate us i hope Damn, and this is a long outro that's what i'm saying and <laughs> i just want y'all i want to remind y'all to Leave a review in five stars, okay? Yes. This is Royal Flex the Brand's introspective insight talk show. I am King Dev Dope. And this is Shannon with the shenanigans. And this your girl C. Uh, I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. The devil's dancing, scheming. Them candles calling. 
Calling out in play I'm in the belfry screaming The leaves are starting, starting to shake Come back next week.